Chapter Thirty of Nan Sherwood at Pine Camp. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Carmen H. Nan Sherwood at Pine Camp by Annie Low Carr. Chapter Thirty of For Lakeville Hall. Nan ran out immediately to speak to the old lumberman. But Toby was calling for Uncle Henry. Hey, Hen, Hen Sherwood, come up here, he cried. Uncle Henry hallooed from the stables and came striding at the call. Nan reached the old rattletrap wagon first. Oh, Mr. Wendeliller, she said, I am glad to see you. And how is your wife and Corson? He looked down at her reflectively and for a moment did not say a word. Then he swallowed something and said jerkily, Ah, you're the one that done it all, sissy. The old woman and the boy are as cheaper as blue jays, and they are honey for a sight of you. Yes, I have been over lately, but that man from Chicago came, didn't he? I should say yes, he come, said Toby in awe. And what do you suppose? He done buy a heap of cotton specimens and paid in more than a hundred dollars for them. And that in counting that there dead head butterfly you makes less a time about. I reckon, pursued Toby, that you was right crazy about that there buck. One buck's as bad as another to my way of thinking. But it seems that Chicago fellow think different. It really was one of the very rare dust hitmouse, cried Nan, delighted. So he said, and he was willing to back up his belief with cold cash, declared Toby smiting his leg for emphasis he paid us handsome for it and he said he'd take a lot more specimens if ha ah, here you be hen he added breaking off to greet nan's uncle i got something to say to you i can't say it now for i ain't beholden to nobody with what me and the old woman has screamed and saved and what this fellow from chicago gave corson I done paid off my debt to old get Raffer, and the little farm's free and clear. I'm glad to hear it too, Uncle Henry declared, shaking hands with the old lumberman again. I certain sure am glad to hear it. I'm pleased that you shouldn't have that worry on your mind any longer. And it has been a worry, said old Toby, shaking his head. More than you think for. You see, it's now me all up so's I want my own master. I see. You see, Gat was a little after me to go into court and back up his claim again you on that Perkins track. I see, said Henry Sherwood again, nodding. On the other hand, he wanted me, if I know which was right, to witness too. If I'd witness for Gat, everybody would have thought I'd done it because he had a mortgage on the farm. I suppose so, admitted Uncle Henry. Oh, if I help you, they'd have thought you bright me. Let me help me get squares get. I couldn't. Too poor just now, said Uncle Henry grimly. But I'll the mind for it, Toby. Well, there you be. Whichever way the cat jump, I've lost the respect of the community, said the old lumberman. But now I am independent, I don't give a din. Mr. Shiver looked at him expectantly. Toby's busy face shone. I got a debt owing to that little girl you got here, and something to pay off to Tommy too. But money won't do it if I had money. I am going to tell what I know about that boundary, though, Hen, 
and it will do you good. I can find another old fellow living down Pale Lake Way that can corroborate my evidence. You can get that injunction vacated at once, Hen, if you want, and put your X-Men right back into the Perkins track to work. That's what I come round to tell you. Aunt Kate was moved to tears, an unusual expression of emotion on her part. Being of pioneer stock and having suffered much in the past, Nan's aunt was not easily moved. Uncle Henry was delighted. It was a great day for the Sherwoods. It was another great day when, a week later, the roan ponies were brought to the door and Nan's trunk was strapped upon the back of the buckboard. Uncle Henry was to drive her to the train, but she would travel alone to Chicago to meet her child, Bess Harley. And go to Lakeview Hall! I never did really expect I'll get there, Nan sighed as she clung to Aunt Kate's neck. It almost makes me forget that Mumsy and Papa Sherwood are not at home yet. But, my dear, she added, if such a thing could be, you and Uncle Henry have taken the place of my own dear parents all these months I have been at Pine Camp. I've had a delightful time. I'll never forget you all. I love you, love you, love you. The roan pony started on the jump. The boys cheered her from the corner of the house, having bashfully remained in the background. Even Margaret Llewellyn and her impish brother Bob appeared and surely bade her goodbye. Nan was off for school, and wonderful adventures lay before her. End of chapter 30 End of Nan Sherwood at Pine Camp by Annie Rowe Carr